Hey, thanks for listening to the Amlin in the Mix podcast. Here you will find all the latest in music technology, software and hardware, interviews and more. Also, don't forget to check out the Amlin in the Mix YouTube channel today. Now, let's get into the podcast. I used to think of my life as a trap star. I used to think of my life as a trap star. Record on the beat, put it on the needle. Record on the beat. Oh yeah, what it do, what it do. Emlyn in the mix podcast is back. Season three, episode one. I don't know why I'm doing that. I'm just having fun. Now, brand new microphone. I don't know, you can probably tell or maybe you can't tell but we're using a brand new microphone today from SE Electronics it is the Dynacaster the whole show is going to be recorded in this microphone and man I have to say this sounds very sexy indeed and obviously from today's title of the podcast we're going to be looking at a lovely selection lovely selection of SE Electronic microphones now full disclosure there's no kickback for me. There's no... Uh, as far as I know, SE Electronics are not giving me these microphones. I have to return them. Although I have to say that this micro- microphone I'm using for the podcast right now, the Dynacaster, is here to stay. I'm, I'm going to have to get this microphone because it just sounds so delicious and so lush. But I'm going to go over each individual little boutique microphone here today. I think they're some of the most underrated microphones. And yeah, I... Even though there's no kickback for me, the reason why I want to talk about these microphones today is I feel like they're highly underrated. Like, they sound amazing, they're handmade, most of them are handmade, and just the quality and design and the sound and the crafts craftsmanship, I hate saying that word, is is bar none. Like, they, they really do make high-quality microphones, so I want to look at those today and share my thoughts with you on those. As there's no kickback, I'll give you my real thoughts on these microphones today, but I do have to say they do sound very nice indeed. But before we do that, we're going to get back into the regular stuff. Now, what's new on Season 3? I mean, if this is your first time joining me here today, you're probably thinking, why... Why are you talking about a podcast? Why aren't you just talking about these microphones? Why did you clickbait me, Emlyn? Why? But that's that's not what it is. This is a podcast. This is actually season three, episode one, actually marks our 101st episode of the podcast. So we've been going for a little while. If you haven't joined us before, there's plenty of excellent episodes to go back on in previous seasons to have a listen to, where we cover all sorts of awesome music technology and audio gear. But I guess what's new in season three? Look, I'm, I'm going to be real. It's, most of it's going to be the same. We're going to go over pretty much the same st- stuff. We talk about music technology news and all the cool things that are happening in the world of music gear. And the podcast is here just to inspire you. That's all. It's just to inspire you, share my thoughts, and hopefully it does that for you guys. But look, I, even me just listening to myself on this this new microphone we're using today wow (laughs) it's so nice sounds so good anyway let's let's get stuck into some of the news that's going it's not it's pretty light it is holiday season happy holidays by the way and happy new year uh so there's not a heap of news but let's just get stuck into here i'm just gonna move my camera across yeah there we go cool so the podcast is a hybrid as well it's on youtube and that's probably where you're watching if you are watching it 
Right, this first piece of news here comes to us from Native Instruments. They've got a deal on their Stacks and Burnt Hughes expansions at the moment where you can buy the bundle for $114. Now, usually they're $70 bucks each. This is Australian dollars too, by the way. So $114, i am guessing maybe it's $80 USD for the bundle. Sorry, I don't have the US dollar here in front of me. <clears throat> However, there is a bundle deal when you get both of them. Now, these two packs, we're going to play a little audio demo demo of them. They sound really good. So, double down on raw cuts and loose textures with a match made in hip-hop heaven, packed to the nines with the iconic no-frills sound of original underground 2000s hip-hop, pioneered by the likes of Jay Dilla, Mad Lib, Mad Lib, Mad Dib, and MF Doom. Dig deep through jazz and soul samples plus cold cuts from original compositions in the Burnt Hughes expansions and get things twisted with live licks, bass licks, horns, strings, keys, and much more in the Stacks Play Series instruments. Now, you might be thinking, well, this isn't... I mean, I mean, if this is for you, then great. But let's just have a quick listen to an audio demo here because... I think these expansion packs sound really good, and I think I'm gonna have to get them to be honest. Let's listen to Burnt Hughes first. Check this out. That's Burnt Hughes expansion. Wow, very, very nice indeed. Let's have a listen to Stacks. So this is where things get a bit more twisted. What a do, what a do. Here we go. Drop the beat. Oh yeah. Nice samples. Ooh, I like that droney bass there too. That is cool. That's a, and these demos, man. Whoever makes these demos, hands down, these guys are like top producers making these demos. The demos sound ridiculous. Anyway. There you go, there's Stacks and Burnt Hughes. Now, what I thought was really interesting about this, it's not actually written in this uh, little write-up here on those two expansion packs. This is just mainly going over the deal or the special for the two. <clears throat> they have a really interesting thing that they're doing at the motive moment native instruments have actually released or put together a little cassette tape would you believe of these expansion packs i believe i don't know if it's the demos on the cassette tape or the samples are on the cassette tape i have no idea because 
actually, could you even fit the samples? Because cassette goes on time-based, it's not storage-based. Anyway, I digress. There's a cassette tape with stacks and burnt hues. Okay, where am I going with this? And it's in, possibly, in your local record store. They've hidden it. And they're doing a worldwide hunt. So it could be anywhere in the world. My my dibs is that it's in, like, major cities in the world, like, I don't know, Los Angeles, New York, maybe London, Paris. These sort of big, big-name cities is where it's possibly at. I mean, wow, that is a needle in a haystack because, one, I don't know how many sets they've actually done, and, two, who knows where they are. The cities, are, I mean, the world is a big place, hey? Anyway, that I thought that was interesting. I wanted to, that's why I wanted to include that. But also, these are on special, and they sound dope as. So check it out, Native Instruments. I'm sure they're going to be hitting the podcast quite a bit this year. All right, let's move along to this next one. We spoke about this last year, and this is the Computer One is now available from Teenage Engineering's. What is the Computer One, you ask? Well, it is a full-pack sheet metal computer case with the same build-it-yourself design as their Modular Series. So the case... Actually, if you know the Modular Series, we did speak about it briefly in the podcast last year. Modular series is this really cool, well, it's just a modular, you build your own modular, you get a kit and you use the materials to build it all, you've got like wiring and anyway, if you're into all that sort of stuff, I'm not fully into that, but a lot of you like to tinker and, and that that is a fun thing to make. I mean, you're making a musical instrument more or less. So the case has a small desk footprint and is built around the mini ITX motherboard and the SFX power supply format. It also fits a dual slot graphics card up to 180 millimeters, available in pure orange, RAL 2004 note. The computer one is a PC case only. So don't be thinking you're going to be making them Mac computers. You're not making some new Mac computer. No, I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm going like sounding a little bit like the Lou from Unbox Therapy there. Probably listening too much of his podcast as well. Anyway, Computer One is now available. I don't even listen. I don't even know why I'm saying that. I don't really listen to him that much. Anyway, that's the Computer One. It's available now. I know when we spoke about it last year, it wasn't available. So I wanted to bring that to you guys' attention. This next one's pretty cool. This comes to us from Algato. <laughs> Algato, sorry. Is that how you, I don't know. You say tomato, I say tomato. I think I just said tomato the same twice. Anyway, this was cool because Elgato has now got... You can essentially add VST plugins to the mixer now, which, I mean, VST, wow. We've had VST plugins for years, Emlyn. What are you talking about? Well, this is good because this is a streaming piece of software, okay? So if you're a streamer, you want to do YouTube videos, you want to do podcasting, you want to do streaming Video game. I mean, this. I mean, this is really targeting those video game streamers. But it's still cool. It's still cool to see that you know other. What do you call them? Other areas of interest. <laughs> probably the longest way I could have said that. Are now utilizing what is you know essentially been well known in the music world for a very long time, i.e., VST plugins. And now using them to 
enhance their sound and make it better on their streams. I like this. I think this is a good story. And I wanted to share that with you. Now, this is only available on PC. Okay? See? The love for PC is large this year. Mac, I'll get to you. But PC is getting the love on today's podcast, definitely. Now, somehow, I think I'll... I don't know if this is of any interest to anyone, but Corsair and Algato, uh, or Algato are, are the same company or maybe they're sister companies or something like that. But Corsair makes some really cool, like they make the mouse pads and a bunch of other really cool high-end gaming sort of mouses and those sort of things, keyboards. Anyway, I totally digress. VST plugins now available PC only in the Algato in-stream. And that means if you have the Wave 1 microphone, I think it is, or the Wave XLR, or whatever the hell it is, you now can enhance your sound with VST plugins. All right, cool. Now, this one, this next piece of news, this is super interesting because we spoke about this quite a bit last year. It was a very controversial topic in 2021, and that was that Spotify's CEO is investing a bunch of his money into AI robotics and AI robotics to do with warfare or something like that. I don't know how it connected to warfare, but it did. The, the company was... Anyway, somehow it was all going into, you know money going towards war and i this story i'm in two minds about well when it comes to spotify i'm in two minds because i do think spotify as much as i hate the ethos of what the ceo does i do feel like spotify is still a pretty good tool to get your music out there it's not really a good tool for like making money or anything like that but in terms of actually getting known or heard i th- i still think spotify is a pretty good platform for that now what the ceo of spotify does i sort of how i spoke about it last year is that i separate myself i separate sorry not myself i separate him from the actual music industry because he's not a musician he's just some he's big he's a billionaire bigotry i don't know uh, billionaire shouldn't have a negative you know, connotation to the word billionaire. It sort of has in recent times, but there's some amazing billionaires out there. Like Elon Musk, I really admire and look up to someone like that. That guy's a genius. He's a billionaire, but he's not the billionaire in a sense of, I guess where billionaire got a bad name is that people think of billionaires as money-hungry, disgusting people that only think about money and themselves. And and I can see where Daniel Eek's actions are definitely reflecting that he only thinks about himself and money and not others or people, and especially not musicians. So I think that's where the outrage comes from, and I can totally understand and get that outrage. But there's one artist in particular, and this is what this article is about, who's taken their outrage to the next level. And I've never heard of this artist before, but he must be pretty big because he's getting a mention here, Ski Mask. Ski Mask. So, if you're a follower of Ski Mask or you love Ski Mask's music, they've actually pulled their music from Spotify. And it says here that he would rather fans digitally steal his music than contribute to the development of warfare. That's right. So, I'm just going to read a little bit back from this article here from Ski Mask. He says, My music will be my music will be available there again as soon as the company stra- starts somehow becoming honest and respectful towards music makers said the musician okay that that's that's nice it's giving him an opportunity 
Electronic music producer Brian Mueller, aka Ski Mask, has removed his entire music catalogue from Spotify, slamming the platform's alleged lack of respect for artists and CEO Daniel Eek's investment into AI defence technology. So Ski Mask elaborated to his decision in a statement on Twitter saying he has nothing against streaming in general and that for him it's about how much less the creators behind the music receive in terms of value, respect of space. Oh wow, here's a nice little tweet here. Let's just quickly read this back. It's done. All of my shit is gone from Spotify. I have nothing against streaming in general. It's one of many good ways to make music even more accessible. That's exactly what I just said. For me, it's about how much less the creators behind the music receive in terms of value, respect, of space. I'm aware of the fact that almost every big streaming company plays the game in a similar way like Spotify nowadays, but that's not the point. They don't seem to use their 100 million and of income to a 100 million euro of income to further destroy something that almost every musician is fighting for, uniting people. Those other companies might just have a very small bit left of that something, but it still has an effect. My music will be available there again as soon as the company starts somehow becoming honest and respectful towards music makers. All right, this is a really good message, I have to say. If you really don't have the money to listen to my music in any other way, feel free to digitally steal it anywhere. But don't give your last penny to such a wealthy business that obviously prefers the development of warfare instead of actual progression in the music business. Peace. That, I mean, I mean that is a protest... To say the least, I just think this is very interesting. I, I'm so curious to see what's going to happen with Spotify in 2022. Are they actually going to listen to the musicians? Do you think they're going to listen to the musicians? Who knows? Very fascinating indeed. The development on this is very fascinating. Alrighty, let's move along to let's move along to the topics of today, and that is SE Electronic, SE Electronics and their microphones and you're probably thinking and, I, and i've been thinking this too how do you do how do you do a video or, or even a podcast on microphones <laughs> i am really fingers crossed that you're going to be able to hear how good these microphones sound now you you will be able to hear how good they are and we're going to talk about each one individually now before we do up on the screen here you can see i've got these two I don't know how to explain them, but these are basically decibel boosters. These are really cool, and I'm actually using one today, which turns this... This is a dynamic microphone that I'm using right now, the podcast microphone, which is the Dynacaster, which I'm just going to read a little bit back here for you in a second. But I've got these, basically these gain boosters. You plug into them, and you can see it on the screen here. I'm using one right now. I'm using the TNT, and there's also a Dynamite, which we're not going to listen to Dynamite today. It's essentially the same thing. The TNT is newer, so it has a bit more boost, I believe. So basically, the DMT TNT lets you choose between a moderate 15 or explosive 30 decibels of gain with an ultra-high impedance input and eight load settings with perfectly match any passive microphone. And then while the DM1 Dynamite provides a massive 28 decibels of clean, transparent gain. And it really does. I mean, again, this is a dynamic, passive dynamic microphone. Now, what that means is that when you don't have this TNT boost gain thing in it, it's actually a passive microphone means you don't need to have the 48 volt power running through it to actually get sound through your microphone. <clears throat> but 
by adding this little gain booster here, this is, and these are made by SC Electronics, obviously, that's why we're talking about them today. It gives it, oh man, it really does clean the sound. Now this, obviously, because it's a very broad dynamic microphone, it's sort of picking up, it picks up quite a wide area. I can go right over here, still sounds pretty good, and go over here. And it, it definitely has a great sound, and hence why this is, why this is going to become the Emlyn in the mix podcast microphone because it is it's a broadcast quality microphone like it's it's definitely at the broadcast broad broadcasting level and now sure this competes with something like the shaw sm7b which is what joe rogan and pretty much 95 percent of the massive podcasters on the planet use is the shaw sm7b if you want to know what that microphone is called, that is the Shaw SM7B, and it's used around the world, in the podcasting world, it's used quite heavily. But this guy here, the SE Electronics, I don't have a Shaw SM7B to really compare this with, but this guy's ba not based on that, but it is in the same category. It's that large sort of cardioid and sort of uh, captures everything in front of it, and it sounds amazing. And... <clears throat> This, again, there's no kickback from SE Electronics. I mean, if they want to leave these microphones here, please, by all means, leave these microphones here because they really are something else. They, I can hear it. I, I really hope you can hear it on the podcast there. And I have had comments on my YouTube about my audio quality sounding really good, and that's because I take care. I mean, I come from an audio background. I don't come from a video background. And speaking of video, we will... Just make the video bigger there on YouTube. <clears throat> so we can look at the next microphone I'm going to look at, which is this one here. I think it's the SE2200. Yeah, SE2200. We're going to look at that in a second. But getting back to... So we've got the booster here, the TNT, which gives it the 30 decibels. Now, what have I got it on? I don't know what I got it on. I think I got it on 30 dB. I, I don't know. But it just sounds wicked. Now, when you do plug this in, you do have to, you do have to power... So this, this goes from being a passive microphone to actually being an active microphone, which means you need to power it. Okay, it is going to get a bit nerdy here, guys. I'm sorry, but if we're talking about microphones, we've got to get a little bit nerdy. But maybe I can help you guys, because microphones is not necessarily... It's, not, it's one of those items in the studio which is not sexy, and it's overlooked. I feel it's overlooked, and I know that USB microphones, for example, and there's some good ones... They're, they're very cheap. You can get a cheap USB microphone. It sounds pretty good, like for 150 bucks. You can do that. And, you know, there are videos on YouTube which compare like $50 microphones with $10,000 microphones. And it really, I guess, audio and audio file or whatever it's called, you know, people who are right into expensive audio gear. It really does come down to being a personal preference thing. You could literally, you could make a hit song with a freaking, not $2, with a $50 microphone. Like, your, you know, your Shure uh, SM58 microphones, a very popular dynamic microphone, and many hit records have actually used that microphone. So, again, it does come down to your own sort of personal experience and, and how you like the sound of something. But there's, there is a quality... And with, especially with 
what I'm hearing here today with these microphones, there's a definite quality with what SE Electronics has done. And again, there's no kick. They haven't given me anything, so I'm not going to, you know, blow smoke into the water for these guys. Uh, unless they give me a microphone, then we'll, we'll start changing. No, I'm joking. We're not going to change the conversation. So what is the Dynacaster? Let's have a look. So that, that's the TNT. They sound great. They turn your, pa they turn your passive dynamic microphone into a, an actual like cardioid studio microphone, which much like this SC2200 here. So Dynacaster is basically turbocharged with, oh, you can turbocharge it with Dynamite, which we've already done. <clears throat> so the all-in-one front, Address dynamic studio mic with game-changing V-series capsule technology now turbocharged with dynamite. Built like a tank, all metal, vastly compatible, Dynacaster galactic performance with down-to-earth prices. What, guys, come on. Can we just talk a little bit more about the microphone? I love the marketing pitch here, but, you know. Okay, so we've got switchable dynamite preamp. Oh, on board. Okay. All right, cool. So this is this is it here. If you're looking, I, I should probably put the video back to so you can actually see what I'm looking at. Uh, so two recessed EQ switches and six advanced sonic equalization configurations shape the foundation of your sound before any processing efficiently make your voice fuller and richer or efficiently reduce boominess or sibilance with the peace of mind that recesses switches ensure your settings will remain untouched even when packing up or on the go. Obstruction obstruction free. <laughs> what the hell? Three layer pop filtration system and painted and shock mount. That's what we got here right now. So immediate plosive protection, which is this guy here against the most powerful of wind blasts. Thanks to an integrated three-layer pop filter, easily disassembled and sanitized with quick-drying components that don't soak up liquid, experience a clean, germ-free studio environment and obstruction-free camera angles since there is no need for a bulky external shock band or pop filter. That's another good reason for these microphones because <clears throat> last year, if you're watching or you saw the podcast or you watched any of my YouTube videos last year, I have this huge pop filter which I have to pop in front of my face, uh, which we were using last year, which is a very quality mic very very good very amazing this is SE electronics this one they did give to me and this this microphone my goodness is very quiet i can't explain this sounds so good but i do feel like this dynacaster and this i will purchase off SE electronics I feel like this is a better broadcasting mic. It just picks up more sound, like I can be off camera a bit more and, and it will still pick me up, which is really good. But when you're directly in front of this is the SE 4400A, uh, which I don't know if you can see. There you go, if you're looking on YouTube. A very small form, uh, large diaphragm cardio microphone, which is super quiet circuitry. I'm just going to try and put it down there. We're going to have fun here, actually, you know plugging and unplugging these microphones today but let's get stuck into the next one so the next one we'll we'll fly through them here se2200 now i've got they've done a retro reissue here which if you have a look here on uh youtube you can see it there then we'll go back to our screen i need to get one of those little 
push button thingies, stream live thingy, whatever they're called. All right, cool. So the SE2200 Classic Sound by Nistanas SE2200 is the largest version of the award-winning Cardiog Condenser microphone that put SE Electronics on the map many years ago with its smooth, polished sound for vocals, voiceovers, and numerous instrumental applications. We're going to jump straight over to this microphone right now and have a listen. So I'm going to actually unmute it. I'm going to mute the Dynacaster in my ears here. And I'm going to move the Dynacaster away. I'm going to go straight onto that. All right. So now, wow, hopefully you can hear that. That is, wow, the difference is incredible. I really hope you can hear this on the podcast and on the YouTube. This here is, it's a beautiful microphone. You want to sing into this. It's got a very crisp sound. And again, I really hope this is coming across because, you know, SE Electronics, bless them for letting me look at a bunch of their microphones, totally underrated, so, so good quality and so good sounding microphones. And I really, I've always struggled with how, how am I going to do a video on these? But I think I've nailed it to the hope I have and you can hear it. All right, you're going to have to, I'm going to have to apologize here. We're going to have a little, let's have a little sing for you guys so you can hear it. I don't know what I'm going to sing. Baby, ooh, yeah. Baby, baby. I don't know. I'm doing like an 80s ballad. Anyway, it does make you want to sing, and it sounds really clean, and it's super quiet. This is what I like about SE Electronics. Their microphone, the circuitry got it down packed. That's super quiet. What a nice-sounding microphone. All right, we're going to come back to the Dynacaster now, and we're going to get our next microphone ready. Now, while I do that, all right, we're back on the Dynacaster. Such a great microphone. So, the next one we're going to look at is pretty exciting. It's the T2. Now, the T2 is the same body as the SE4400A, which is the microphone I used last year, except this, I believe, is titanium. Let me have a quick read of it here. Hopefully, you can see it there if you're looking on YouTube's. So... The versatility of the SE4400A, that's the one we were playing with last year, shock mount patterns, filters and pads, plus a titanium diaphragm. Yes, I was right. It's titanium, hence the color as well. For the most immediate percussion, bass, guitar, vocals, transients you've ever heard. This actually, this is a phenomenal, a freaking phenomenal. Now, I'm going to have to do this while I'm talking to you guys. I have no idea, but we're just going to unplug the Studio SE2200A, which, by the way, wow. I just have to say, wow, it sounds so good. Now, this mic is the ultimate combination of solid state performance and versatility. So it's full solid state, and it's based on the chassis and feature spec of the acclaimed 4400A, which we already just said, but with the highly specialized capsule of the original SE Titan. So it delivers full and perfectly balanced mid and low frequencies, while its titanium capsule produces an unhyped but ultra detailed high frequency response, which is what I want you guys hopefully hear once I get this bad boy down, now if you're watching here on the video, I'm twisting and twirling around the SE2200 as it comes off here for us. Look, I told you it was going to be fun today. I told you it was going to be fun. Wow, I nearly dropped it. Don't want to do that. I told you it was going to be fun sort of moving these guys in and out. Now, with the, that's the big microphone now. I'm going to put him down. 
these smaller microphones, they're going to be much easier to connect and get in and stuff here as we do it. So it says here that it is, because of this, because of its sound, it is ideally suited for any percussive sounds, including kick and tom. So this could be used if you're a drummer as well. You could have this hooked up um, for your drum kits and so forth. The attack of a guitar or bass hammer action of a piano and hip-hop vocals so all right, i'm not going to thread it the whole way in there we're going to plug it in now this is is exciting so you do need to it is 48 volt uh phantom powered so it does need power going in the back end of it there uh the titanium diaphragm uh unusually the t2 features a handcrafted titanium spluttered is that how you say sputtered sorry capsule <laughs> not spluttered this is much stiffer than our gold sputtered capsules meaning quicker transient response which is important when recording instruments that create fast transients and attack like drums and percussion as it enables the microphone to ma maintain clarity and deliver exceptional accurate performances the stiffness of this special diaphragm also allows it to withstand extremely high sound pressure levels so it can handle the loudest percuss percussion with ease great let's where we've got it connected now i'm going to turn off the dynacaster i'm going to go across to the t2 all right all right so this is the wow this is the t2 and this i can see why it probably yeah and i have, haven't got a pop filter so you're going to hear some you're going to hear some plosives i'm sorry but i can see why this wouldn't be appropriate for a broadcasting or a podcasting microphone uh, again i hope you can hear this on the podcast this microphone wow so that in on the website here they're really sort of aiming it towards percussion and instruments but i think vocals as well like this so clean so quiet and actually compared to the se 2200 which we just quickly looked at by the way i know it was quick i'm trying to get through these i don't want to spend all down these microphones and bore the hell out of you guys but it's compared to the se 2200 it's definitely how do i say uh it's not as top endy it's more well-rounded sound now i haven't got it does have options here we can do high pass uh low pass sorry low pass filter with a a very steep sort of low pass and then just a pretty like light gradient one and then you've got your pads as well negative 10 and 20 decibels but that yeah that's really clean let me come back to the dynacast so you can hear the difference i mute that yo 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 yeah see <clears throat> dynacaster is more warm rounded it's just more of a broadcasting microphone well look that's the t2 i think i did a pretty good job on so you guys could hear that i'm not gonna sing for you guys again because that was horrible what i did before <laughs> I, I need some backing track or something anyway let's get the last one here this next one this is the last one we're gonna look at today it's the vr1 from sc electronics let me just unplug the t2 here and let me read to you the vr1 so the vr1 is a passive ribbon that brings out bite and edge from your guitar cabs with no muddy highs so again we're i'm obviously just pumping vocals through it today for this demonstration but you hopefully you can hear and this is actually what was really exciting about the vr1 is this is my first 
Ribbon microphone that I've actually ever reviewed. I have looked at ribbons before, but it's my first one that I've actually really sort of reviewed or looked at. Now, this is in the Retro Vibes color as well. They've just done some reissue with that sort of like green 19, I don't know, 40s, 50s aesthetic going on there. So uh, the VR2, which we don't have here, is an active ribbon. So that you don't need a preamp uh, mic for that. Uh, that can take violins, voices right to the foreground of your listener's stereo. That's pretty cool. But I reckon this little VR1, which we're going to look at right now, Hopefully you can see that there if you're watching on the tubes. I reckon this guy is good for vocals as well. Pop that in there. It's such a tiny microphone. Again, it probably needs a pop filter, so we're going to have all these plosives and stuff. But look, this is just a demonstration. I don't even know. Can you see that? I'll try and make my video a bit bigger. Can you see that? Yeah, I'll make it bigger in a sec. Let's just... Pro Tools and this streaming application are not happy at the moment. All right, let me just read a little bit of this back for you here. Let's go in here a bit. Okay, so the VR ribbon microphones from SE mark a new era for ribbon mic technology. And until the VR series, the only ribbon mic in the world to perform across 20 to 20 kilohertz was our own Rupert Neve collaboration, the r one Yes, that's right. And this was achieved using state-of-the-art custom transformers amid a super... Sorry, and a Rupert Neve designed circuit to reveal high frequency, usually absent. <clears throat> and so with the VR mics, full frequency responses achieved using a clever mechanical device designed by Sui Zhao, the company CEO, and a hand-tensioned ribbon constructed by highly specialized technicians in SE's capsule room. And then the result is a superbly detailed, open and natural recording of acoustic instrument with guitar cabs. VR1 and VR2's ability to perform, coupled with their unique look, have already made them a secret weapon for top musicians and engineers worldwide. All right, let me just... Oh, wow, why is my video going so small there? All right, let's pull it up here. All right, we're looking at the VR1. We're going to switch over to it now. Hopefully it's working. Hopefully it's connected. I'm turning off the Dynacaster. Here we go. Two, two. It is there. It needs more gain. You got to pump gain into it. Let's go. Pump some gain. There we go. Wow. Whoa. Oh, okay, it's gonna peak a bit. Whoa. That is a quiet microphone. You, if you can't hear that on the podcast or even the YouTube video, that is that is insane. Let me move it. I'm not even. I'm not talking into the Dynacaster right now. This is the VR one. Holy how so i did save the best for last which is good i wasn't sure i was going to start with the vr1 now if i move it around you're going to get a bit of sound but yeah oh yeah <laughs> sorry i should have prepared a bit better with like a song and maybe i i do some karaoke i don't know who wants to hear my karaoke voice it is early in the morning here by the way my vocals are still warming up but even just talking into this that's a different world i gotta check that that's actually yeah that's that is recording that is super quiet but it is super sensitive too like it picks up every little plosive what a beautiful sounding microphone so this could be used uh you know guitar cabs 
um, percussion. They're really aiming it towards the instruments and they're saying it's a secret weapon in the studio. Now, I'm so sorry, I did not have any prices. I'm gonna come back to the broadcast mark now. I don't actually have, wow, that's a great sounding microphone. That's the VR1. I was just going to say, I don't have any pricing. I don't know what the pricing is on any of these microphones. Again, SE Electronics, shout-outs to SE for letting me check these microphones out today. Whoa. If you want to leave them here, SE Electronics, by all means, I will happily... I'll take all of these microphones. These microphones are just so, so nice. And they and they're all got unique individual things about them and the thing i like and again i know i said this at the start microphones not the most sexiest studio item much like an audio interface like a bit of a boring item and a bit of an i mean if you're like me and especially when i started like building my studio the microphone i had no idea i don't even know where to start so many brands i guess you got to go out and listen to them for yourself and again it is a personal preference thing with the sound that's the other thing it comes down to your own personal preference you might not like the sound of these se electronic microphones and if you're like me who's kind of inexperienced with microphones i haven't you know i haven't played with an, one of those neumann things that everyone talks about the, the really expensive you know golden standard of microphones i haven't played with those so i can't compare that with these microphones but what i do know from working in audio for 20 years 20 plus years nearly is that i know what sounds good to me and these microphones sound really good to me and they all have unique characteristics that would i reckon inspire you to perform in a certain way you know if you're playing an instrument i know we didn't do instruments on this today but for example this dynacaster it makes me feel like a boss when I'm podcasting or when I'm streaming. The, the audio sounds so good. I sound like I can really communicate to you guys and really have fun. And the SE2200, when when we played with that, it made me want to sing. It really made me want to sing. Just put my video down here. It made me want to sing. It made me want to perform. It, even though I did that terrible little whatever I did for you guys. The T2 had its own unique characteristic where... I don't even know what I wanted to do, but it sounded incredible. And then that VR1, something else, you know, like whether you're doing vocals or instruments, these microphones have their own unique, amazing sound. And shout-outs to SE Electronics, and thank you again for letting me check these out and, and showing you guys on the podcast. And hopefully you enjoyed it. I mean, I did my best to try. <laughs> what an interesting way to start the Season 3. SE Electronics, thank you so much. And thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope I did the demo justice. These microphones, <clears throat> they're really something else. And I do like the aesthetic too. I mean, I know microphones are not about the aesthetic. It's not about how they look. It's about how they sound and, and do they translate well. But I've got to say, this this sort of like 1940s or whatever it is, like one more look at the SE2200, like how sexy is that? That aesthetic, like the sort of green, I guess it's like a, I'm guessing it's the era's 1940 or 1950, I'm not sure. Anyway guys, thank you so much for joining me. Hope you enjoyed the podcast today. We'll be back next week. We'll be back every week. 
And yeah, if you enjoyed it, support link down below. Shout me a coffee if you want to do that. Leave me a review if you want to do that as well. Love reviews. Love doing this podcast anyway. And till next time, peace out. Boom. Hey, thanks for listening to the Emlyn in the Mix podcast. Here, you will find all the latest in music technology, software and hardware, interviews and more. Also, don't forget to check out the Emlyn in the Mix YouTube channel today. Till next time, keep it real.